Yo, 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 yo. It's the Hard Food Podcast. Back again! Oh, <laughs> <the rush. laughs> I, I never been so close to you when you did it before. Exactly. You, know? yeah, you get me? That's why he's back up. See, there's a reason why I need the spice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, yo, it's the Hard Food Podcast, yeah, episode yeah. 49. You get me, we've got a special episode today. We're at the Way, Youth Zone, Wolverhampton. Sitting with a couple of youth workers at the moment. Hey! A trio of youth workers, okay. and if you're going to be specific in that. Um, what's good, man? You like saying? Let me get your last names first. I know you in the middle. What's your name? Uh, I'm Josh, I'm a youth work coordinator for the Way. Yeah. I'm Shandell, I'm also a youth worker in the Way. And I'm Jamie, I am the senior session lead of the way. Alright, what's good man? Nice to meet you guys. My name is Juice English. Me. Yeah. yeah. Should I do the formal? Just do you? Yeah, yeah. Adrian Saxon King oh. Grey. <laughs> <laughs> what, what can I say about myself? Well, I'm a man of many talents, but yeah, yeah, yeah just Adrian. <laughs> well, yeah, man. Alright, so we're here today, basically. Boy. <laughs> Couple episodes ago. We had Ricky Jackson on, we got Ricky. and there's a bit of controversy. He came on the podcast, spoke his mind, and I feel like basically he said some things that didn't really shine the best light on the way. So then what happened after that? Me and Ricky came up here, had a tour around the place, and I put words in his mouth. He was kind of blown away, to be fair. Like, there's a lot of good stuff going on here, so I was like, okay, you know what? We have to, like, I feel like I kind of owe it to you guys to have the episode from here to let you guys let the listeners and the people watching really know what's going on yeah you know what i mean carla the ceo gave us a tour and i said to her i said basically this this side of the way we don't really see from outside you know what i mean when you drive past it you mm. see the big building you don't really know what's going on inside you mm. get me so we came in and everything looked looked proper so i was like okay let me, let me sit down with some youth workers let me get the ceo on let me you know what i mean Let's let's see what you guys are saying in it. So, how do you guys feel about the way? Blanket statement, just. That's a very <laughs> broad, broad statement. I like the broad questions though, because it makes it, you see what you see in everyone's face. Everyone's like, yo, what you <laughs> whoever wants to go first, how do you feel about the way? How do, okay, you know, let me make it easier for you. How do you feel the way has impacted the city? Mm. Who's going to start? So I'll go first. So personally, I I feel like the way is a is a breath of fresh air. I had the same concept of it when it was first from the first inception, that it it was gonna be something for like the elitist in society more or less. Yeah. Um, and had lots of the, lots of the similar outlook. Oh, you thought. When you heard the idea, you thought that's what it was going to be like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but coming here and seeing how it's how it's had a positive impact on young people from multiple different communities across the city just changed my outlook on on the place. It's it looks like a big, imposing, super building, yeah. but inside the ethos of it is still like a 1990s youth club. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. still got that same vibe, the same feel. The staff are really supportive of our young people look out for them so for me it's it's had a positive impact on the city um from time when the youth service was being disbanded yeah when we thought we were going to have nothing left Mm. at least we've we've still got one shining example of what a youth club's supposed to be and what it's supposed to do 
that we we all you guys youth workers before the way. Yeah. 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 So yeah. where if you can say where did you guys come from before? What youth you what what youth clubs did you come from before? If you can say or what areas? So in terms of in, for for me personally in terms of of youth clubs and places that I've worked, I generally did a tour of at the start of my career. I did a tour of. Uh, schools, working in behavioural units, pupil referral units, that kind of stuff. I had a really vested interest in behavioural management and, and basically turning the lives around of mm. predominantly young black males within school settings who were suffering from just being left in the doldrums to kind of, Fend yeah, themselves. just just fester really. So that, that was where my passion came from. But the, the, rigid, the, the rigid structures of schools and those kind of pupil referral units means that you can't do the kind of impactful work that you, that you want to do. Yeah. So for me, um, drifted from over to the YMCA and did a little bit of work with 18 to 29 year olds and then came here and from coming here, this is, yeah, this is where I'm invested and this is where I want to stay. Yeah. See, for myself, um, I used to go to youth clubs. Yeah. Like, so I used to go to um, the one in Low Hill. YRC, yeah. that was my original first youth club. Then I moved from that area and then I started to go to All Saints. And then from All Saints, I occasionally went to Graysley, but then my base youth club was Epic Youth Cuff in town. Yeah. yeah. Um, which that was that was where my heart lied at the time then yeah. if you I mean you know what it's like back in the day when all your friends go and everything mm -hmm. and then that's when there I had an opportunity to volunteer and I started volunteering and that's when I got into my apprenticeship there and then in my apprenticeship that's where I had the opportunity to work all over the Wolverhampton all over the Wolverhampton but <laughs> 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 well, all over Wolverhampton and that's where from Dunstall to Rocketpool to went back to Graysley to All Saints. I just went all over them, but my base was epic. But yeah. then while I was working there was when, that's when the cuts of the youth service was happening. Yeah. So it's like Youth Cuff was the last standing youth club. But yeah. then I applied for here because I knew that was going to end. But then I wanted to help the young people that used to go there come here also and also over many other reasons. And then, um, yeah, and that's when now I'm here. So I think when it comes back to the question, we say the impact yeah. it had, I feel like it came at perfect timing because when the service cuts, when the, when the youth service cut, there was nothing else out there, no other youth club facility at all, but then this just popped up. Yeah, yeah. So it's like the impact it had, I feel like it's different to obviously the community youth clubs, but now this is the only one that's standing left minus like obviously you got beats a bar and you got all the other youth organizations yeah, yeah, doing yeah, their yeah. pop but in the big in the scale of a youth center where they can come and do multiple different things yeah. the impact i think it's huge because if it wasn't here what would the youth be doing mm. where would they go and i think that's where it comes back to for me so yeah that's yeah. true man i mean i agree with exactly what what shandell said and we've uh what Jay said in terms of when it first was sort of when it's first come about and hearing about all these uh it like it being built and I, I was thinking to myself I don't know I wasn't for sure if it was the right place yeah. because I had I did a bit of research and other other youth zones that was that was around uh, the UK and I was just thinking about I just don't know whether this is going to work yeah. and I was very skeptical and I come around I did I had a tour of the building when it was up before I applied for the job and. I was amazed, just amazed by the facilities, thinking to myself, you know what, this is 
in, in this building, the young people, they, they won't have to go to all these different places. They've got yeah. everything all under, all under one roof. Mm. And with all the specialist works that we've got, so we, like, as well as at the heart of it, obviously, there's the youth workers, but then we've got the specialist workers that are able to develop them a little bit further than, you know, as youth workers, we can develop them so much, but then the specialist workers that are able to come in and do, like, in the studio where we are now, yeah. in the sports, out on the football pitch, mm. they'll be able to develop them that little bit further there. So, so for me, I was completely turned around straight away, to be honest. Yeah. It's weird It's weird that you had that perception that it was going to be, like... Well, you said it elitist, didn't it? Mm. Weird. I feel like that's a perception that's still kind of out there. It is kind of out there, to be fair, you know because, because it's so, like, smack-bang in the middle of town. You think people aren't gonna people from certain areas aren't gonna go that far, or it may not appeal to them, and I think that's one of the barriers that may be holding certain people back to the excellent facilities that you guys have got. But coming here, it's it's um really really good what you've got here, and to be fair, I think that more people need to just have a look around first. I think as part of what I do as well in my role, I've. Ahead of an outreach team as well. So we've only been operating for the last 12 months. But these are the stories that we're getting from the communities that we're going into that there's a perception of the way that it's not for regular Joe from Wolverhampton, that yeah, it's yeah. kind of, it's for some kids who go to grammar school or, mm. do you know what I mean? But that's that, that really isn't what we're about. So that's the job of, of our outreach team lately has been to go out and kind of try and quash some of these, the rumours that... We've got, do you know what I mean, parents turning up <coughs> at Bentley's, dropping their kids off yeah, outside or, and yeah, all of that yeah. kind of stuff, that we are generally just a, a youth centre for young people across Wolverhampton, Doesn't regardless of your race, your social standing, where you've come from, where you've been, the doors are open to you, and once you're in here, you're just treated as one of our young people. Mm. So you know when you said that it's got that 90s youth club feel? Yeah. Is that, like, how, how so? How so? How similar is it from the youth from back in the day? I think for me, when when I was going to Grove or when I was going to All Saints, it was about escaping. So I'd whatever was going out on road, I would walk into the youth centre, and once I was in there, I could just be Jamie. I didn't have to be anybody else. Yeah. I didn't have to be no hard case. I didn't have to back anything. Didn't have to do anything. Could just go in, jam, play pool, listen to music, just chill with my friends, and just be out of the way. And that's the kind of environment that we've created here. Yeah. That young people are just able to come in, obviously within reason. We, we can't be having any drill music or whatever yeah, blasting yeah, yeah. around the centre. But within reason, they're allowed to listen to what they want to. They're allowed to come and talk to us about what they want to, get involved in what they want to. They're not forced to do anything. It's just, yeah, come in, get involved. If you don't want to get involved in anything, there's X amount of sofas downstairs. If you just want to come and chill out, just come and chill out. Just no expectations i think that that is a massive thing because some kids may just want somewhere to go mm -hmm. so that that's our motto somewhere to go oh, something, to, something do. to do someone to talk to mm -hmm. the the three things that the three things that we aim to do is just make sure that our doors are open seven days a week 364 days a year to make sure that young people have a place to come so if if things aren't working right they've got somebody to come to somebody to talk to something to do just to get out of what might be a really bad existence that they're going through yeah. in their own their own personal spaces. So to, so to dispel the elitist kind of rumour then, so when you say there's a, would you say there's a, a big mix of children, not just from 
different races and that, but different areas as well. Definitely. So there's like. I feel. I feel like. Sorry. I don't no, know. You're, 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 <laughs> you're helping me out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think. I think definitely. Um, I always say, like, through my experience with youth work, you always go through phases, if that makes sense. Yeah. And you have, like, trans not transitions, but, like, you have the young people that get too old and then they leave and then they move on. Yeah. If you, I mean, and you always go through that cycle. And we've been open for, like, what, coming up to three years now? And the, 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 the broad spectrum of young people that's come through the doors like i was, was talking earlier and i was saying i've learned spanish through working here yeah, yeah, if you yeah, i mean yeah. because we have young people who come and speak spanish and from everywhere like from all over wolverhampton they just come but when they come it's not like you're in here and you're separated you come and we're a family if you i mean anybody who comes in it's like welcome to the family yeah, if yeah. you i mean and we just open arms to any any anybody. Literally, uh, I, I, I think even if I started, like we could like list the diversity yeah. that's here from additional needs to different race. From I think we've got members circus- from every country in Europe. Europe, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. very 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 broad, very broad. But everyone knows they're accepted. Mm. And I feel like that helps as well because there's such a diversity amongst the staff team. So when they come, it's not like you have one solid ethnicity of the staff team. So they know, and I I know that feel like when you used to go youth club and you had that youth worker, you know, you could relate to. I mean, you look at them and you're like, you know what? You get me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the path, and even if you come in and you you come across that youth worker that you know what it's like, uh, you don't get me. But then you look across and you see that one over there. There's always that we just. It's just a diverse building from the staff to the young people to the, the paintings on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that you need more, how can I put it? Not publicity, but more people need to know what you do. Yeah. I feel that because seeing what you do here, I wish that more people knew, even though it's on their doorstep, you know what I mean? But you need to be celebrated because you're doing good things, and I feel that by being celebrated, put in front of like the public eye a bit more, people will be like, "Oh, I didn't know. I didn't even know that was available to me." Yeah, I think also as well. So because, like you said, the perception is the elitist kind of thing. More push needs to be done to like so to pull people down, yeah. just to kind of convince people. Because I know, to be fair, to be fair to you guys, I know there is a lot of advertisement <coughs> that you guys are actually doing, but it's almost as if you're kind of coercing the community because again the perception is that the way almost came and closed down the youth clubs yeah that is that is the perception that's out there it's like oh the youth clubs everyone knows the youth clubs go down and a lot of the areas are upset about it but Mm. again the perception is that the way closed them down Mm. and that's not true in it no he he definitely isn't true he was he was kind of i think we feel that the youth service was going to... The, the conversations to disband the youth service were happening probably two or three years before the building was even conceived as an idea. Yeah. Yeah. Then they were winding up the youth service, the building was conceived as an idea, and it's just a happy coincidence that yeah. we opened a few months after the youth service had been disbanded. So then, for the communities, it, it does look like mm. that we were built in purpose of replacing the other provision. Yeah. But when the concept was put in, when the, the idea was put forward, it was always that the building would be and the way would be an accent to the other things that were going around okay. and going around in the city. It was just by chance that we had a change of government. 
Yeah. We already, without getting too political, we already know what happens with this yeah. government. Yeah. And when things get caught. Yeah. And the poorest in society always suffer. Yeah. And as one of the poorest cities in the country, we're always going to be one of the first to suffer. We're always yeah. going to be one of the first to get cuts. It's true, man. It's true. I don't know. We're one, one of the poorest cities in the country. Yeah. Mm. Shut me, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think last year, I think last year we were top ten. Like bottom ten. Yeah, 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 some exceptional artists who work in our music studio um, and generally the conversations generally drift from yeah discussion of why we don't allow the music because it glamorizes the the kind of gang life violence yeah, yeah, yeah. and calling people out and the city's blighted with that kind of stuff already then we'll have a drift upstairs come and talk to the guys vital peasy and pedro who work in here and the guys will work with the young people and allow them to make expressive music yeah but have the messages that are delivered in that expressive music yeah. be a more positive message, be, a, be more aligned to going out and furthering your career within the music industry rather mm. than inflaming tensions that are already happening within our city. Yeah. It's positive drill. Yeah, I'm going to say it's a bit difficult though because it's almost, I mean, I don't know if the kids are looking at it this way, but it's almost teetering on being hypocritical because back in the day when we was at youth club, we were like, knee deep in the grime scene mm-hmm. you know what i mean so it's kind of and keeping it real that was a big part of the youth club back in the day you'd walk in and there's a set to the left you know what i mean mm-hmm. mcs hooded off and everything and that is that was a big part of youth club back in the day see but we still have that yeah if you i mean i'm not saying walking and everyone's there hooded up yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like at the same time, we will have sets. If you, I mean, we have open mics where yeah. people can come and spit. If you, I mean, and there's an audience there. We do these events where them things happen. You can come here. You can record your music, write your music. They'll staff will sit down with them and support you with your writing. If you, I mean, it's like we're not saying you can't do this here, but if you're gonna do it, do it in a positive way. If yeah, you, yeah. In a positive way, push a positive, pos- positive message. And I think you're always gonna catch them young people that nah nah. I don't want to do that. I want to do it my way. If you want to do it your way, you can do it your way. But in the way, you're doing it our way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, sounds like you got bars. You got yeah, bars. Yeah. Oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll <leave> you. <laughs> uh, you know what? Saying that, speaking of events, you guys have got the Wayfest coming up, innit? Yeah. I just heard about that yesterday. You know, like, what is that? What's the Wayfest? So the Wayfest is um, something we've done similar last year. Yeah. Um, it's just basically like an annual thing that we're starting to do and it's just like a big event um, where there's performers, there's food, there's entertainment, there's activities to do. It's just like the whole of the... It's just like a grand scale event. So we do events throughout the year, mini ones here and there, but we try and do big ones every so often. Um, but it's just like a day where they can just come chill, listen to music, like I said. It's an opportunity to dress up like you're going to a nightclub or, okay. do you know what I mean? So 
basically the way fest based on having a festival within inside the building. Yeah. So we'll get we'll get caterers in to come and do us some kind of do you know what I mean jerk chicken or we had Mr Miami in to do some American flavours uh, last event. Oh that chicken was oh, sweet. Oh, <laughs> went, oh, <laughs> went, oh, yeah, Mr Miami man. I don't know if did you let him still around? I know you heard it. Yeah. Everyone was being polite in it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so okay, in terms of like, I was gonna say, yeah, go on, is it? Is there situations where you feel like you're working, but you wish you could do more for certain like kids that come in? You know what? As as youth workers, I think it'd be wrong if we if if we said that we we don't leave this building and think you know what? I wish like I wish we could do more. Mm -hmm. There's not enough hours sometimes for us to be able to. Although we long we're open for such long sessions. Sometimes there just isn't enough time for us to do you know, the work we do. And don't get me wrong, we, we do some amazing work. We've got some amazing staff members. And it's something like we can't, like the diversity of our staff members, like we've already said, and like with some of the specialisms they have. But unfortunately, there's sometimes we just we just wish we could do just do that bit more, bit mm. more for them. And I know well, me and Jamie had a conversation earlier today that. When we go home, sometimes it just takes ages for us to get to sleep because we're thinking to yourself, mm. you know what? Maybe, maybe if I did this, and oh, maybe if I did that. But when we're in that situation, we've done all we can. But yeah. we just always wish we can, we can do some more. Yeah, I think, I think as a youth worker, if you don't, if you don't go home at night thinking or wishing that you could have done more, mm. you're probably not in the right profession. Yeah. And I feel like there's always that. Um that scale, there's all there's always room for improvement yeah. mm. in in anything you do. If you, I mean, you can never just do it and you think, yeah, I've maxed it. There's no max. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. there's always more you you can do. And no matter what we're doing here, I know from now to like a year down the line, we will probably reach that mark. But then from when we're there, there'll be more we want to do. Mm. It just always keeps evolving, evolving. But for the young people, I think as well, we do what we can. But there's always more, always mm. more. You know, some of the kids that come through, do they? Want to ex do they express the interest of becoming a youth worker and actually come Lord. come on board? Yeah, Lord. I always say you got those handful. Not like when you see like in like twenty years time when I'm retired, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know they're gonna be here. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, so much. And I think that's what it is with the youth, like um, which I'd love for the world to see, mm. and especially like the generation gap. But there's just so much potential within the young people of today, and I feel like how media or social media, all of that, how portrays them. It's this, I'm gonna go into the stigma that is put out there, but the youth and this future generation, there's some gems out there, there really is. And um, I know obviously I can't shout out certain names because mm. of confidentiality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if I could, like I would, but there's, there, there is this, it's, it's, it's beautiful seeing it. And yeah. that's the next generation, mm. it is. But there's definitely some potential youth workers in there. We've got, obviously, we've had senior members, so they're 13 to 19. We have, um, there's, there was one young person, obviously, we can't say a name, but um, he comes to me and he's like, Josh, any chance I can come down on junior session? I want to come work with Vital in the studio. I know some young people that have, like, spoke to Vital about me because he's on our Warriors channel. Yeah. yeah. Um, and basically, he come down. He did a session with, with Vital, and the young people, like the junior members, eight to twelve year olds, there was just like absolutely loved him, just in here, just sort of doing doing the same sort of thing as what Vital was doing, really, like and just helping them write some bars, um, sitting down with them, going through, just having a conversation of what how he's become, how he's developed, and that's all that sort of stuff. So, 
In terms of young people coming, youth workers, I mean, I thought he was coming, he was going to come and take my job because he was the way. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm telling you, the way he was speaking to some of the junior members was like amazing. It's, it's like really, really nice for us to see when we've, when we've worked with them for, for so long yeah. to, to develop into that, that man. It's good. It's good. And we're young leaders as well, don't we? Yeah. Like some of the senior members um, who help out, volunteer, same way we've done like work experience before. So now look when they're in that school phase when they need to get that work experience and then they can come in, if you, I mean, try it out for a yeah. week, if you, I mean, and it's all about empowerment. Yeah. It's all about empowerment. So how do you, how do you guys resolve incidents here? Because I know it was mentioned that kids just get banned, <clears throat> but I know there's a process before getting to that. So... Obviously, we can't go into incidents. Yeah, and no, I'm sorry, without detail. Yeah, but yeah. Within, within the building, as a youth worker, I feel like it's our responsibility to reflect society. So if there's issues that arise in society outside, you commit a criminal offence, you, you do something wrong, there, there's going to be sanctions to your actions. Of course, yeah. So we work on the same principle here. Banning a young person comes under the same category as criminalising a young person. If we can avoid it, we avoid it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's not a chance that somebody will come in and do something slight and be banned for something slight. Mm. We do have cool-off periods. We have young people who will do something wrong and we'll tell them that for the next three or four days, you go home, you're not allowed to come back, you go think about what you've done. Mm. And then when you come back in, you report to reception and you come and have a conversation with whoever's put you on a cooling-off period before you come back on session. Then that way, what we can get them to go home, reflect on what they've done, come back in, have an intelligent discussion about why they went on cool off, what's, what's the process of them reintegrating back into the, into the session and kind of how their behaviour should improve mm. moving forward. So it's a rarity that anybody gets banned. Yeah. Generally, it's cool off periods, like two weeks, three okay. weeks. It's not, not a vast amount of time, but... Some of them who use the service regularly um, will be absolutely kind of cut off from everything that they do if you put them on a cool off for two days. Yeah. So the impact on their lives for not being here for two days is a massive impact. So just putting them on a cool off for two days yeah. can have the, have the effect that the next time that they're thinking about doing something, that more time is just a petty, something really petty that's not even worth getting into trouble for, but they'll think about it the following time. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So, something you said earlier is really like hurting my soul still. What, the chicken? Nah, not the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, with Wolverhampton being one of the brokest cities. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's hurting my soul. Is it the fifth worst plan? Uh... That was a couple of years ago, man. Things have changed. Like, Yo, I told you, man, we're in the prem. <laughs> <laughs> so, where do we see the future of the city? Like, I know, I know, I like my, my, I like my broad questions. Future of the city? Future of the city, Wolverhampton, where are we going as a city? We're don't, in the Prem now. Don't you think? Things are looking good. Don't you think you, you want to like say, where's the direction of the way going? Because... Nah, 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 just... It's like, you know, that's a bit much. We can answer the direction of the city. Obviously, Drop in a comment of one of the poorest cities in the country. Um, but I don't know if anybody else feels it, but it feels at the moment like there's some kind of sea change going on. Yeah. We're seeing development starting to happen yeah, in the city. Premier League football. 
We've got Premier League football back in the city. And there's roadworks everywhere. Yeah, no, we're extending the metro. Yeah. Sorting out those potholes. Yeah, extending the metro links, putting new cinemas in, new food courts, all of this kind of stuff. It feels like. For the first time in probably twenty years, like the city's being invested in, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. we're actually we're actually seeing change happening. We're seeing in in some of the outskirts of the areas in Blackpool, in in Parkfields, they're starting to develop houses and develop wasteland and build new stuff. It, it feels like somebody somewhere is starting to pay attention. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel that you guys can kind of have your own imprint on the coming generation that's coming through? Because at the end of the day, a large amount of the adults, well, a great, great amount of the adults in the city in the next, what, 15, 20 years will be coming through here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do you feel, do you feel empowered by that responsibility? Definitely. Yeah. I feel like, just to jump in quickly, I feel like the team that we've got, the passion that our workers have got, the skill sets that we've got, and the vast majority of our workforce are born and bred in the city mm. lived here all of their lives so they understand the communities that they're coming they're coming to work with understand the young people from those communities so yeah i feel like we'll have we'll, we'll make an impact on hundreds if not thousands of young people's lives oh no definitely thousands yeah. of young people's lives over the next 10 or 15 years mm. and i feel like if we haven't already no already that long I feel like we've we've done that mm. and we're still doing that. Yeah, yeah if that yeah, makes yeah. sense, like yeah. to the the young people who are in today, if you, I mean, like, and I always <clears> say, as a youth worker, you can have how many different conversations, but all it takes is that one day where that person needs you, yeah. and that five minute conversation, you don't know what that could do for them in their yeah. mind, yeah. if you, I mean, and then I know I do it with my youth workers, if you, I mean, still to this day where I was like 15 year old Chandel, and I've got this problem and that problem, and I used to sit down with my youth worker and, you know what I'm saying, shout out to Catherine, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I used to talk to her about my problems, and still to this day, them conversations come to my head yeah. and I'm here where I am, if you I mean, down yeah. to all every all the support that the youth workers and myself and my family, you got those you got those contributing factors. But a youth worker, you know, I feel like what a youth worker does for a young person through personal experience can make such an impact on their life. It's like you're not like a youth worker's your parent, but it's like your mum, stroke your friend, stroke your teacher, stroke all in one that you can talk to and you know you can trust them and they ain't gonna judge you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and that's, that's the beauty of youth work. It, it, is, it is that, it is the mm. fact that you know as a youth worker that a conversation you might have today might not have the desired impact that you wanted to for the next 10 years or 15 yeah. years, but one day that young person might sit down and go, do you know what? Mm. I remember Jamie said this to me once, you know. Mm. And at that point, my work's done. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because at that point, they've made the decision that we spoke about 15 years ago, but they remember the conversation and they're making positive moves now on the back of that conversation. Yeah. That means my career's worthwhile. Mm. Yeah. And just jumping in quickly, like, for us, the amount of young people that come through the door, it, it doesn't matter to us because we'll work with any young people that come through the door. It doesn't matter if there's only 10 young people that come to a mm -hmm. session. It doesn't matter if there's 200 young people come to a session. 
we'll work with the amount of young people that we have. But for us, it's so frustrating because, as Jamie said, the amount of skilled youth workers we have here and the passion and, and, and just the desire to work with young people that our staff have, it's frustrating when we have those stigmas attached to us and we don't have the young people going yeah, through yeah. the door because we know we can make such a positive mm, impact. Yeah. And that's why it's frustrating sometimes. I hear that still. I hear yeah. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> Juice has got a tear in his eye. Now you know I don't remember yet. That's that's the reason. Nah, I'm not crying. <laughs> well, that's that's the reason why this this episode had to happen again. Sorry, because sorry. nah, seriously now nah, yeah. Remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when, when, when you guys invited us through and we had a tour of the place and just seeing the passion from Chandel and Sue yeah, that Susan. helped with the tour as well, yeah, I thought, you know what, this, this has to happen because the youth worker, all the youth workers I've spoken to outside the tour as well, everyone's just really passionate, mm. you know what I mean? So there's no way, well, I don't believe that the way is out here for malicious intent or anything like that. Just, I can't say anything bad that can be said about I think I think that there. my view on it is that more people need to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that if more people knew, and it is, it's, it is accessible, you know what I mean? It's in town. And I think that by knowing what they can do here yeah. and how they can develop outside of school hours yeah, mm -hmm. and make, make friendships, it's just positive. I just feel that more people need to know. Yeah. And the parents need to like acknowledge it. Mm -hmm. That's the main thing in my opinion, because some parents don't really know. And they're gonna say, Yeah, well, it's this, it's that. They've got their own preconceived idea. So you just need to knock that, bond that, and then just say, Look man, come, they've got lots of positive things that can be doing, get involved and just try your best, man. You know what, we we have different ideas on how to sort of approach it but from I'm gonna put you guys on the spot now. Yeah. So if, if if you was in our position mm. and how would you approach it? How would you try and engage with the parents? How would you try and get the young people that are not coming here for whatever reason, how would you bring them in? To be honest, for me, I don't know if you already do this, but um get work in schools as well. So you know a, I mean? a big part a big part of what we do, we've got a schools and outreach coordinator who goes out and does bits in schools. Mm. Schools have been, I'm not gonna say they've not been receptive, yeah. but they've been slow on the uptake over, the last, over yes. the last few months. But obviously we just hit September again, yeah. we're touching base with all of those schools again, we're going out, delivering assemblies, taking over lunch times. We have the minibuses as well, pickups. Yeah, we've got minibus pickups that are traveling from different schools at different times to come and even if it's just for an hour just to go and pick up 15 young people come and show them the building show them what it's like and go and drop them back off yeah so they just get a sense of yeah. what we're doing yeah. and what you can gain from being here yeah i think the assembly is really important because yeah. if you can get them even from primary school yeah. to get into year seven and they know what's available at the way they, they know the options there mm. and then by the time they get to 13 14 15 they know they can just say, okay, call mom, go and such and such, or I'm going to the way, and da 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 da. And it's that awareness, if it hit them in school, they have to be in assembly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I think, personally, I think more <clears throat> events, like you mentioned the way first, but like just more events outside of the way that obviously are going to draw more people into the way. Um, I, I, it's easier said than done, but I don't know, bonfire night. 
Mm. Christmas, summer stuff. I don't know, more stuff outside the way. Like yeah. I said, when you go into town, you see the big building and it feels like a lot of it is happening inside the way. Nothing bad can be said about what's going on inside the way, you know what I mean? Maybe outside the way, including the community a bit more. I know there's community outreach happening at the moment, but... Um, Taking the way events, out there. If, yeah, but in terms of events as well, because I know mm-hmm. there's... I know it's in, in the early stages, but there's a few, like, workers out in the community, maybe, like, events in the community, mm. just... Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Cool. Yeah, man. Cool. Yeah, 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 thanks for coming through. Thanks for coming through, man. It was really, um, really important, and I think that a lot of people gain a lot by seeing it. I think <clears throat> parents just need to say, look, man, it's somewhere for them to go. And I've, it's... With kids nowadays, that's the reason why I expressed the idea of just somewhere to go is really important. Just because, don't get me wrong here, every parent would like their child to sit down at home and just do their homework and be perfect. <laughs> but sometimes home's not the place where they want to yeah. be. Yeah. And, I'd, and it's a case that I'd, they'd rather, a parent would rather they be here, they're accounted for, they're, not, they're not getting in no trouble, not, they're, not, they're not in any badness, and they're being looked after by people that actually yeah. are bothered about their well-being so by getting that message out there i can't express it enough to parents to say look man the opportunities there and the facilities are there to help them so and parents they can come here and do their homework <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and, and i think that. just to add to that as well like if there is any parents or any carers or guardians or anybody who is curious to know what we do here mm. Same as young people, you're more than welcome to come down, take a tour, have a look around, talk to the youth workers, and you can see what we're doing. Like, it's an open door policy, daytime, during session time, we're open seven days a week. Just come down and have a look and see what we do, and then you can make a decision from yourself. But we're open to everyone, as long as you're not too old to come into this. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, you you, you 25 year old people don't come up in the way. And just can I just quickly add on that um, in the next sort of six weeks um, we're going to be starting up like a parent slash community forum as well. Okay. So as we involve parents a little bit more and involve community a little bit more about what we're doing. Um, so basically it'll be sort of coming in, um, sort of meeting meeting each other and going through sort of some some key things that have been going on over the sort of the, the, the period time and then asking them for suggestions and stuff like that. So please keep an eye out for that over the next sort of six weeks. Yeah, man. That's big. All right, cool. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you, Thank you. Thank you for your voice and letting us Appreciate have kind of our say and yeah, yeah, yeah. letting the community no know what's going on. Yeah, man. It's appreciated. And that is a short episode of the Half Food Podcast. Why are you smiling? I'm laughing at Spock. Spock's here, by the way. Yeah, Spock's here. <laughs> hey, Spock. Hi. I'm <laughs> got my radio voice today. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I just want to round out the episode with some final words from the CEO of The Way, Carla Pridden, joined us today. Thank you very much for letting us do the episode from here and for um, taking us on a tour over there as well. Thank you very much for that. Really appreciate it. Um, as we know, the episode is kind of, I mean, so, well, yeah, this episode has been birthed from an episode a few weeks ago. Um, what, what was your initial reaction to that episode? Thank you for coming, by the way, and it was lovely to give you a tour. Thank you. Um, it was, 
it was obviously a little bit disappointing. Yeah. Uh, people clamoured around my desk on Monday morning to tell me that we were featured on the podcast that was being uh, broadcast on lots of Facebook channels. Yeah. Um, mostly, I was just a bit disappointed because obviously it's not how I see what we do. Yeah. And it's and it's it's a shame to it's a shame to see something through somebody else's eyes when it's not what we do. We we have. Obviously, over a thousand young people come every single week and spend time with us. We do work out in the community. We partner with organisations. Um, so to kind of, you know, we talked about it, slightly controversial, slightly yeah. negative. Um, yeah, I was a bit disappointed, but I was excited to meet you. <laughs> do you feel that um, Ricky's views um, reflected the views of the community? Um, it's a difficult one to answer. Um, Obviously, I have to say that some people do have those views. Yeah. Of course, they do. Um, it's been there's been quite a lot of relationship work and work within the community since we opened. There was some bad feeling, which obviously we we talked about yeah. um, about the opening of the way. Um, all I would say is we have an open opportunity to visit. I'd love to hear people call me, speak to me, and we can I can show you what we do here. Um, but yeah, it would be naive to think Ricky was the only person in the whole of Wolverhampton that had those views. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it was a case of um, the youth clubs closing within the city. I mean, obviously, the youth clubs hold a special place in everyone's heart, yeah. or everyone that went to youth clubs, at least, you know yeah. what I mean? So for those to close and for the way to open up, it's often perceived that they were closed because the way was on its way. And they really weren't, yeah. but I have said that so many times in so many meetings with so many different people, um, and I feel like some people just, that they can't get over that, like yeah. they're, they're absolutely convinced it doesn't matter what I say. Obviously, um, we, have, we have received council funding, but the majority, over 80% of our funding comes from private businesses and yeah. people who weren't previously funding youth centres or provision in any way. I mean, obviously, Matt, I, my youth, Team. Yeah, Many of them worked in youth before. Youth, yeah, youth, youth did, did provision say. across the city before. Yeah. Um, but it isn't. It definitely isn't as simple as youth clubs closed, we opened. Yeah. Um, but I do know there is some feeling in the community that that's. So how did the way begin? Steve Morgan. Yeah. Um, so we're part of a group of youth zones across the UK. Steve Morgan went and visited another one and wanted one in Wolverhampton um, oh, okay. and put in a significant amount of money Yeah. personally um, and then we spoke to local business people um, who who give us over half a million a year and there is money that wasn't you know wasn't previously supporting yeah. the youth in Wolverhampton um, and then yeah it took from 2012 to 2016 to get from the idea of Steve saying the young people of Wolverhampton really need, yeah, we'd love to give this to our young people in Wolverhampton to the doors opening. Um, and then since then we had 58,000 visits in 2016 and 60,000 last year. We're on for a similar figure this year. So what are, what are the targets and objectives of the way? Um, without boring you with my strategic plan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> The, the, the kind of five overarching um, objectives are to run um, safe, open access 
youth provision every day of the week. We're open 52 weeks of the year. Uh, this year we're going to be open every day other than Christmas Day, Boxing Day and New Year's Day. Um, we're open for 46 hours a week outside of school time. Yeah. Basically we're open if school is shut. So that's our number one kind of main objective. Our second one is to deliver targeted work. So we do projects around mentoring, employability, outreach, um, numerous employability projects to be honest. Some works with local schools and that's where we're looking at specific issues that people tell us are issues within the community and we're yeah. trying to address those with, with the young people. Um, our third aim is obviously to stay financially solvent. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my job. Um, our fourth is partnership working, um, which we already do quite a lot of, but when we met and we've talked about it, are always key to partner with other people in the community. And the last one is us marketing. So just... Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so you meant... No, just one on one. I'm gonna edit this, you know. <laughs> um, so you mentioned the community hubs. Yeah. Uh, went into a bit, went into it in a bit more detail on the tour. But um, what exactly are the community hubs? Yep. So we were really lucky to receive funding from the National Lottery to go and do outreach in some of the areas of the community of Wolverhampton where less people have been able to come and get to us. Yeah. Um, we're working in four key areas across three years. Bilston, Wensfield, Penderford and Dovecote and Whitmarines. Um, what we're doing is two days a week working in a community hub, working with the community there. Um, we were in the Lunt and Ashmore Park, the ones that we've done. We're just about to start our second yeah. second two places. That's Penderford and Whitmarines? Yeah. yeah. Um, as in, when I say just about to start, I mean this week, <laughs> the start oh, okay, of the yeah, new yeah. school year. Um, and then we have two days a week where we put on minibuses and we encourage the young people to come and visit us. Yeah. Um, some young people come visit us, then carry on coming and visiting us. Other people come, have a look, and then want to go back to whatever's happening in their local hub. Yeah. Um, and some don't leave the hubs. They, they prefer, you know, prefer a smaller space. Because it is, you'll know, you'll, well, you can hear it over the it's loud it's busy yeah, yeah, yeah. it's constant um it doesn't suit every single young person so is the the hubs essentially like youth clubs like the good old 90s feel youth good. clubs <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're closer they're closer to that yeah. yeah um what we're obviously looking for is is volunteers and people to support it so that they can stay you know can stay open and sustainable yeah um so what's the response been like to the idea of the community hubs um, it's generally been quite positive. Um, we have encountered some of the things we talked about earlier in terms of um, you shut all the youth so. Oh, the <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, some yeah. of that perception work. Yeah. Um, it's generally been quite positive. I guess what we would be really nice, what we'd really like to do is hear about people that are already there and already working there. We're not looking to replicate things that people are already doing. We, yeah. we want to kind of partner up and work with people. Um, and some of that can be quite difficult to just find out who's actually still around and yeah. working with young people. So um, are you currently working with any other organisations within the communities or within the city? Any Any... Uh, so we run a forum out of here that meets every quarter. Um, we do that in partnership with um, Wolverhampton Voluntary. 
WVCS. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sector. It's a community. Yeah, that one, sorry. Um, Um, (laughs) And we originally started talking to 50 organisations through there and and different charities, some community groups, some kind of national names and then obviously some smaller. Um, We, at the moment, probably regularly work with about 30. So we have some people who just use our space and they use it at a reduced rate or very, very you know, for a token donation, yeah. and then we have some where we partner. So we're working with Zebra Access, um, which is a charity for deaf people, deaf young people. Okay. Um, and they've done some training for our staff. We've done some work specifically, kind of, with sessions specifically aimed at deaf young people. Um, but we can still do more. We can. It's just getting to speak to the right person in the right place who wants to kind of have a mutual partnership um, okay um, yeah you invited us a few weeks ago on the tour and again it was it was almost blown away you know what I mean there's so much things you showed us kitchens showed us uh, music studios um, just chill out rooms there's a big sports facility like there's so much going on here um, I said to, to the youth workers I said I, I, I really want that side of the way to be um, promoted more, you know what I mean? Because, again, you, you drive around town, you see the big building, you yeah. don't really know what's going on on the inside, if unless you're already involved. And yeah. it, unless you're already involved, I don't know what I'm saying, basically. <laughs> you're not going to just sit your head in, are you? You're not just going to turn up? Yeah, like, well, that's the, okay, that's the thing then. Is that something that you encourage? More public tours and... Absolutely. It was, it was literally just a case of, ah, oh, you just said to us, I'll just come around, we'll show you around. And it was like, okay, and like, cool. Me and Ricky came through, and we had a look at everything, and you was trying to show us more. He was like, nah, Parkins running up. Like, <laughs> Yeah, we so we're open at four o'clock every single day. Um, you're welcome to if you're just walking past to just pop in. Yeah. If you particularly want a tour, if you want to come and see me or someone else, then I'm one of the lovely youth workers that you met on the earlier bit of the video. Yeah. Um, just call and pop in. But yeah, you can come in whenever you want, with or without obviously your your, your own young people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So where can the people get in touch with you and find you in? Uh, all of the socials. Um, and you can uh, so our our information email address is checked all the time. Um, just call up reception. We're reception opens at half past eight in the morning. Yeah. Make a phone call. Stick your head in. It's open all of the all the time after four o'clock. Yeah. Um, that's it really. Just cool. Instagram, yeah. Facebook, Instagram, pages. Facebook. I know it's at the way you've. Signed. Yes, it is. It's yeah. at the way you sign. It's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram might be it those are the three main ones that we that we use and thanks again for inviting us and letting us do the episode for you really appreciate it thank you for coming thank you very much and that was the hard food podcast special episode from the way big old spock again in the building (laughs) (laughs) thank you again see you later